We have achieved a feat like no other group of guys that decided that the pandemic was a good time to start recording our thoughts, our feelings, and very correct takes on any and all types of topics on a weekly basis. We went on and on about cookies. We picked fantasy dates and celebrity cabinets. We talked movies often. We played dictator with exacting executive orders. We even had some guests, you guys. Week in, week out. We left it all, all over the mic to serve you guys, the fans. Well, okay, let's, we did our, for ourselves first, but like that's, you know, but then, well, and then to mine our friends' lives for ideas. But third, third, oh, buddy boy, third was you guys, the Uber Sinkies, the Lister Magoos, Bear Den Nation. Every week, you watched and listened to us cook up scheme after scheme after scheme to, Quit in glory or kill the mood or just annoy the shit out of our sibling. We've done so much. We've come real far. We've traveled 100 episodes. We've ran the race. Opened the jar. Rode the rails. Got sweaty in the arena. And so, but therefore, thus, and because of it all, we must inform you, the listeners, that you gotta listen to more. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere, party people. So get those list scoring pencils out and ride along with us as we get in the episode 100 rocket ship and blow ourselves to the moon. Today, the contestants are listing off their top five favorite weekly rituals. Oh, that sounds good. One ritual I love is doing this show and teaching Bear Donation about things like. Um, Boy, what do I do? Uh, like, like exactly how to make a nutritious, delicious homemade dog bi- biscuit. Which brings us to our first ad break. Brinker Dew's all-natural dog biscuits. Designed right here in the heart of the Windy City. Manufactured in Indiana. Brinker Dew's all-natural dog biscuits have been developed by a pal like no other. And your dog will woof once they get a whiff of Brinker Dew's. Good enough for you. Even better for your dog. Thank you. For when Fido needs better poo, pack his mouth with Brinker Dews. All right, I'm your host, Mitch Brinkman, and today we've reached the mountaintop, you guys. The century mark, the big one, zero, zero. I've got the two golden gods of top five lists here today. Oh, he hates that I don't really care for a Snickers bar. It's Brian Ernst. Hello, boy. Hi. Uh, I am I am dressed as my... Uh, self today in a shirt that won't button a yep, backwards hat and something a little out of character today i will be double fisting bud light limes oh <laughs> my god mm. bud light lime bud light lime mm. a new sponsor for uber Cinco. bud light lime it's such a joke uh say it bud light lime okay great <laughs> um I, I i started the show just before we got on camera with one shot of 100 proof old forester so that was my little uh, jet fuel today to start nathan do you have anything over there with you I am drinking vitamin water. Oh, yeah. that's the, the rocket fuel of morning guys. Sugar version. Of oh, lemonade. so it's so it's got even it's got less flavor. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, cool. it's, it's almost water. Almost water. All right, that that voice you heard, he's the next contestant. I shared a dorm room with him freshman year, and we used to see eye to eye in a lot of things. And then he got lifts. It's the slightly taller <laughs> Nathan Henenfent. Welcome, guy. Hello, hello. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, well, these two guys are going to be battling today. Um, and Brian, I, you know, I was thinking back about this. You know, it's been mainly us three every week on this show. But we like we've had other people on. 
Um, I'm trying to think if we had we've had my brother on. We've had who else? Um, Conti. Conti came on. Uh, my sister was a guest judge once. Oh, that's right. And thank you to our new liquor sponsor, Sisters Beer and Spirits on Route 59 in downtown Elbow Lake, Minnesota. If you hit the lake, you've gone too far. Sisters Beer and Spirits, fueling the good times at home since 1993. Um, thank you for leading me right into that, Brian. I appreciate that so much. No <laughs> um, that's enough for contestant chat. Uh, let's remind all the listeners to head on over to bizbear.biz. Send us your suggestions. Send us your questions. Leave us a voicemail. You, too, can interact with the show. Wow, that sounds nice. Okay. Uh, you guys know how the game works. They're going to give their top five list. I'm going to score them. Whoever has the most points at the end of the day takes home the trophy. Now, at the end of the show, stick around because I'm doing my fast five top five things I've learned from Uber Cinco. Wow, educational. Very nice. Um House rule, of course, too. Every every week we have a house rule. My house rule this week will be some fun. Is it a lie or is it a truth? Five bonus points to each contestant that can figure out whether my statements are lies or truths. So <laughs> thank you very much. Man, that feels good just to have a crowd laughing at you. Okay, how do I choose the first player today? Let's break it down here. Nathan, you're taller, but Brian, you got more facial hair. And Nathan, you're older, but Brian, you're shorter. You both like to wear shorts. You've both been to Wisconsin like a bunch of times. But Nathan has eaten at Al Johnson's Goat Restaurant. So uh, in Door County, Nathan, because of that, you're going to lead us off with your number five weekly ritual you look forward to. Give it to us, my man. I've, I've said it before, but it always bears repeating. Mm-hmm. If you ever get the chance to eat with goats 10 feet above your head, you got to do it. It's just, oh, it's good. It's so good. <laughs> but my number five weekly ritual is uh, I'm going to take you back to my childhood, the 1990s. And it's uh, simple mm. enough. Sunday night pizza, which was in particular, this was this was every single Sunday night, the endless summer uh, of childhood. Mm-hmm. Casey's Pizza. Pizza oh. from a gas station. <laughs> I've had Casey's Pizza Casey's before. Pizza. Now, Casey's Pizza also was one of the pioneers of the taco pizza. Mm. So you could get the taco pizza, which is basically with Doritos on it and taco sauce. But mm. one of the Midwest uh, troop culinary delicacies. Sour cream too, right? Uh, that was optional. Okay. You'd have to you'd have to buy that from the dairy section at the gas station. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a pound of worms for lure, uh, sour cream, and a pizza. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was that was how it worked. And uh, this was so. This was my family. We would do this every single Sunday, and of course, uh, seven thirty p.m. or seven p.m. The Simpsons would be on, so you'd catch a lot of The Simpsons. But that wasn't my favorite show to watch on a Sunday night pizza. That was, of course. The beautiful vocal tones of Marv Albert, oh. the, the pulsating rhythms of John Tesh's Round Ball Rock, mm-hmm. the NBA on NBC. Mm-hmm. Because uh, every Sunday night for about 10 straight years, the Chicago Bulls would win the NBA championship. Every week, they won <laughs> they won 500 championships. Every There was one week in 94 when Jordan was playing baseball. But other than that, if I remember it right, it was just week after week after week was another NBA championship. Just rolling them, just one after another after <laughs> another after another. Yeah. 
That Your was, parents that failed to f- failed to describe to you what a full season was. It sounds like you know, like that's it. they won it again, bud. Ten games, <laughs> yeah, they, championship. Put a ring on it. Take him out of the we, room while we, we rewind have, the tape. Uh, <laughs> we would have uh, parties at every time they won the championship. My sister and I would print off all these big signs. We would make we would make poster boards. We would hold them up like we were at the game. What would oh, the yeah. sign say? Like. Michael, like, adopt me or something like that. Send, <laughs> send just, help. I believe they often had the sentiment of go bulls on them. Oh, uh, classic. Classic cheer. Apparently something uh, berating the, the New York Knicks or whoever mm. they might be winning the championship again just, uh, that week. Sure. John Starks is short. Maybe something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Starks. He was so short. He was ben, 6'3". Benny, what send a- the shirts up here. <laughs> Um, Nathan, I, I am also a huge fan of this ritual. My family did the exact same thing, but we did Friday nights. It was Friday night. You go to the, the, the blockbuster and, and you go to the blockbuster, man. You say, give me a good movie. Give me two good video games. And then you go next door to the pizza pie place. You get that and you go home. Um, and we watched X-Files with our pizza early on in my childhood. Ooh. That was when it was still on Friday nights. Moved to Sunday nights, post Simpsons. Um, if you guys remember that. Um, what a lineup. What a lineup. What a lineup. Man, was it King of the I, Hill? Simpsons? I was trying to remember what, what night of the week was home improvement on. Thursdays. That I was, was going to say, I feel like a night. Thursday yeah. show. Yeah, it was Thursdays. Also, watched a lot of that in the 90s, too. <laughs> yeah, um, also very good. Um, Nathan, t- tell us about your – I've had Casey's Pizza before, and as um, a highfalutin uh, you know, foodie shithead – Quite good, actually, for for gas station pizza. I'll say that. Um, uh, what was your 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 order every week? What was the what was the Hennepin family pie? Uh, well, we would for myself, it would be sausage and pepperoni, oh, and then that's good. my Double sister meat, was baby. a fan of the black olives. Yes, Laurel, shout out! Love the black olive. That that saltiness paired with with more saltiness, honestly, from the meat. Very <laughs> yeah. very good combo. <laughs> Um, love this, love this. Um, who would, was, who would, this was also we would get it every week because then you mm-hmm. would save the side of the pizza box, and it was after you had ten pizza boxes, then you got a free pie. Holy cow! So did you get one pizza a week, or was it two pizzas, and then every ten weeks you got three pizzas? It would be uh, we would get we would get two pizzas. Nice, yeah, Very good. So it would was you... every every fifth time the Bulls won an NBA championship, you got a free one. Oh, okay. There we yeah. go. Uh, would you ever sneak to the kitchen in the middle of the night and grab a slice? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Cold Casey's <laughs> pizza just right out of the fridge. Oh, Tremendous. Mm, very good. I love that. Uh, great number five. Good for you, buddy. Um, love it. Um, I'm going to give you – actually, I shouldn't tell you a score yet because i got to hear Brian's first. And I got to – you know, it's got to be like a versus thing kind of. Um, is that how Brian? this is played? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, Brian, what's, what's your number five, bro jam? I'm calling it the weekend fallacy. So this is where I spend Mm. all of my mental power on Fridays, figuring out how to get out of work early, but not coming up with a solution until 5 p.m. Interesting. This is a real problem that I have. So the mental gymnastics that I go through is that I sit there and I analyze, if I get this done by then, I could push that to Monday. But if I don't have to do that on Monday, I I can just do it tomorrow, right? Saturday, but I'm not. I'm not going to work on a Saturday. I'm like, I'm not that kind of guy. Right. And then I look at my watch and it's 445 and I'm like, oh shit, what do I do? Do I just, I guess that's Monday's problem, right? All of this is all about a task that could have taken me five minutes. (laughs) I just would have sat down and did it, but it's the principle of the matter that I cannot miss this ritual 
of having this unconscious cricket in the back of my brain just wrestling with my medulla oblongata, you know? I, I am always very jealous of the people who are like, well, I've just got two things on my to-do list and I'm going to n- knock them up by 10 and then I'll be done for the day. And you're like, what? You're not going to... How do you do not professionally procrastinate? <laughs> how does that work? <laughs> Isn't there coffee and donuts to, to slurp and chomp on before you get to that? What's going on? There is no person, type of person, archetype, to bring it back to mm-hmm. our first episode, that mm-hmm. I hate more Great than the person that does their homework early. Oh, and then has God. to tell you about it. Yeah. Like, oh, you didn't write the paper? Like, I did that as soon as we got the assignment, so I have to worry about it. Fuck you, Toby. I don't give a <laughs> shit about what you did early. And, and then he's like, well, I, I have all this time. I'm going to go to the movies. You want to go to the movies with me? No, fuck <laughs> you. I'm not going to the movies with anybody named Toby. Like, come on. <laughs> also, you. I've got a paper to write, so I can't yeah. go. I'm sorry. <laughs> Again, the principle is I don't want to go with you, but really I can't go because i got fucking homework. <laughs> But we all know a Toby. It, it's very true. Um, who's the Toby in our group here? Oh, I think we're all Toby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just kidding. None of us are Toby. None of us yeah, will ever no. do anything early. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I showed up, you know, basically on time today, which I did when say you I was going to be early, so I was minutes, late. So. You showed up 10 minutes after you said you were going to be. That is 45 minutes early for Mitch Brinkman. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we always tell them the events are two hours later than what they are. Um, but uh, Nathan's oh, had a heart attack. We got to take a quick break. They're going to take the defibrillator out, get him back on track, and it's all done. Oh, good to be back. <laughs> He's healthy. Let's go. Um, you guys, these are these are very good number fives. Brian, I'm, I'm, this, is, this is a ritual you look forward to, or it's just it happens every week and it dominates your psyche? I didn't say I look forward to it. It's just a ritual okay. that I have to do. <laughs> are you are you also like you got to lick every uh, light switch in the house and like turn the knobs on the on the stove too? Is this like wait you one guys of those go, rituals? You don't go one two three step 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 <laughs> out the house. You guys don't do that. Uh, no, I I keep the, the the snakes and the ghosts away different with uh, with candles. That's, that, that's my thing, oh. so. <laughs> yep. Got it. Yeah, perfect. Um, which Nathan can't do because no. he's afraid of candles. <laughs> no, he I cannot. Just, I, just, I just have to live with a ghost. Luckily, I'm not afraid of ghosts. The one oh. thing I'm not afraid of. Well, too bad I'm very religious, so I'm afraid of <laughs> spirits. So, um, okay, I'm going to screw you guys out here. Uh, I mean, no one can hate pizza, right? Pizza is – it's no longer Italy's. It's America's now, baby. Okay, uh, pizza is number one. Pizza, 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 pizza. We all love it. Pizza, pizza pizza okay three points for nathan um and brian i just i don't i i get this dance but also i'm one who can be like you know what it's not getting done today and i just poop wipe it from my brain monday we'll worry about it i'm giving you two points there so um let's go on (laughs) you're supposed to be mad you're supposed to be steamed up oh you see now i'm mad you're not mad i know know when i've earned what i've earned okay okay I, i just thought you were pulling my strings on purpose so um Number fours. Nathan, you're up again. Back to you, buddy. What is it? Number four. Number four. This is something I do every Sunday morning uh, is breakfast with the Beatles on Chicago's very own 93 XRT hosted by Uh the delightful Terry Hemmert. Uh, Terry Hemmert is like 76 years old. She's been at XRT since the 70s Mm -hmm. and she is just the sweetest lady 
and she has a very conversational way of uh, talking into the microphone feels feels like she's talking directly to you like she's mm-hmm. an old friend uh that's sort of the relationship she has with uh the city of chicago and the listeners and this lady loves the beatles more than any other music fan has loved any other band she loves them <laughs> and the Ooh. enthusiasm is just contagious and it's two hours of uh excellent music uh you get the beatles you get all their solo work and people covering the beatles or something tangential and then she this is this is kind of adorable for each of their birthdays she does a whole mm-hmm. episode every year of like if it's george's birthday week it's all george and uh, <laughs> likewise for the other four and she promotes other uh like like local artists and uh yeah it's just it's just the sweetest most wholesome way to drive around on a on a sunday morning um yeah, it's just I, I genuinely look forward to it every single week um i i i want to i want to poke fun and i want to say like oh, who are the beatles are, are they any good you know um but everyone knows who the beatles are so that joke's not gonna land um and i've met i've met terry before too she i've gotten a hug from her she is very sweet um but uh this is the first time I've ever heard her name in my entire life. <laughs> really? It surprises me. I have no idea who you're talking about. She is a local legend. I did, know. Did, did your family listen to B96 your whole childhood, Brian? No, we never. I hate my, my parents wouldn't let me listen to B96. Oh, wow. That was one of the things they were like, no, you're going to listen to something good. We're putting on the loop or Q101. <laughs> we're not fucking listening to B96. That's interesting because that I feel like XRT is quote unquote better than the loop or Q101. It probably is. I think we were definitely the loop growing up. Like that's what okay. I remember the most. And uh, the loop is was, like your Cheryl Crows, your your what, your uh bare naked ladies, like that kind of thing. I know yeah, it's or more Shania like Twain's. just more like classic a ro- classic versus like modern rock, a little bit of alternative. There was definitely and when Kiss came out, that was the big one because it was like oh. the hits from the eighties and nineties till now. It's that like was Kiss the big and one. then like Nickelback or whatever it was or from the 2000s. Basically, or- what my dad wanted us always to listen like to, what whatever, whatever Pandora suggests for you. He oh. still uses <laughs> Pandora Internet Radio <laughs> on his Bluetooth speaker because he's too it's too frustrating for him to make playlists in Apple Music or Spotify. Mm-hmm. He just wants to click a button and it do it for him just like the radio used to. And I even paid for like a year or something for him to not, not have ads. And he like didn't re up. He's like, he's like, no, no, I need the, ad. that's the break. That's when I get up and go get a beer or <laughs> stop the lawnmower for a second. I was like, oh my God, you are such a creature of habit. <laughs> well, I just want radio. I, uh, that is one of the things I enjoy about this breakfast with the Beatles thing is, well, first of all, Terry Hemmer is semi-retired. So this is usually the only time she's on the radio anymore. And also there is something kind of quaint and comforting about an old fashioned radio program with commercials and having having somebody else who's an expert on one of your favorite artists curate a list for you. So, I mean, I can go listen to the Beatles anytime I can listen to any one of their songs within a second. But yeah. it's it just it's kind of nice. It's like a friend making me a mixtape every week. Of the same music all the time. <laughs> well, they they had quite a uh, they had quite a prolific uh, recording career. So 
I agree, but yeah. I think that would drive me insane if I had a friend delivering me a mixtape. Listening to it on the radio, I get. But if I actually had a friend that brought me a mixtape of only a certain band every week, I'd that be like, you need, to go to a men- you need to go to a mental institution, okay? Every Saturday morning, flat, flat, flat. Right. Hello? Uh, hi, I brought you another Beatles mixtape. Here you go. <laughs> in like a little envelope and a pouch. Like, here, I want to watch you open it. This one's just for you, Brian. Again, another Did you week. know it's John's birthday this week? <laughs> Here's seven packages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I the do charm know. of the radio is a lot better. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, the Beatles were a band for six years. And, um, right? Six years? Uh, Sounds about more right. More like eight. That was eight years. Okay, sorry, yeah. eight years. Um, eight years. Oof. They're from England. I've heard that. True. Yes, and um, they're from Liverpool, the town that has the best. <laughs> there we go. Uh, football team of all time. Correct. That's that's not true. Uh, oh, that's what I hear. A, I hear. You're a I hear it's better scouse. than like you don't know anything Man about sports, or, which you've yelled yeah. at. You've yelled on this podcast. Um, yeah, you know Darren Rose from of the old bulls. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Darren I Rose. Almost, if I would have found it, I would have worn nothing but my Jay Williams jersey today, but I didn't because <laughs> I don't know where it is, and it's probably a child's large. On to Brian's number four. Brian, give it to me. <laughs> All right, number four. I'm calling the allure lure. All right, now this is Ooh. something that's very hard for me to talk about because I've never revealed this on the show. Mm. Nathan knows what I'm talking about. Wait till I get to the bottom of this. Now, I spend about five days a week prepping meats and setting traps. And I got a lot of traps, all right? Snares, spring-loaded, stick-supporting rocks, all the classic stuff I put around the perimeter of my property line to attract all the neighborhood animals, pets, wild, whatever. Now, once I have trapped all the beasts, I separate them into two boxes, all right? Profit and sacrifice. (laughs) Now, the profit ones I sell into trafficking, you know, dog shows, commercial dog actors, anything that'll get me a kit back of at least 10%. Now, -hmm. the other ones I sacrifice, okay? I take this box to the woods, and because (laughs) I go and cut them on a rock, and give them up to the blood gods to make sure the next week comes. So my Mm -hmm. weekly ritual is an actually ritual for the weeks. Now, this one's tough because honestly, I'm running out of critters. There's not a lot of of stuff around here anymore. And my neighbors can't keep replacing all these pets. Their budget is exhausted, which is totally understandable. But the world can thank me for each week. All right. (laughs) I'm joking. I need a sip of Bud Light Line. Bud Light Line. Thank you, Bud Light Line. Uh, Bud Light Line. But the world can thank me each week they have going forward because without me, this existence would be no picnic. All right. Because I'm sacrificing each one of these little necks with my knife, slit, mm-hmm. boom, blood, God, here we go. So mm-hmm. if anyone has any pets they need rubbed out, send them to Nathan. All right. He makes sure they always come to me. Yep. He's complicit in all of this. I just want to make sure that is absolutely clear. <laughs> Wait a minute. And, <laughs> Nathan, do you have any comment? Because, I mean, it's been a long time. You and I have been ride or dying on this. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I should be in contact with my attorney. 
I mean, let's get George on the line. Here we go, George and Fent. As everybody knows, Uber Cinco is written in ink, so mm-hmm. that is what happens. But my true number four is jumping through hoops to see how I can shock my challenger each week on this show. And guess what? From one hundred on, it's only going to get worse from yes. here. I do think we've we've learned from the show that we should probably just do a little bit more murder or you know some more crime. I think like we we have the schemes, we have the darkness in our souls. We, we should need just to go create. For it. We need to create crimes, <laughs> yes. produce murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, I love that. Um, Brian, I I almost lost lost uh, the, the the bile out of my throat when you said go kill him on the rock. I that was very nice. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, delivered straight to the blood gods. Um, this is so good for you. You're getting three points because Nathan Nathan's face went red with laughing, and he didn't know what to say, where to turn, or um, whether or not he should spit. So, which um, was the entire purpose of number four. So I am so glad I have earned my points. So good, you've earned you earned it very well. Uh, you're, you're getting three points on this one, um, Nathan. Uh, I, there's one thing I, I hate more than anything in this world and that's commercials. And that's why I DVR all my basketball games and speed through them. So I can't give you three points on account of the commercials, but you know, the Beatles are pretty good. Not the best British band ever. Um, but you know, pretty good. Um, and so I'm going to give you, I'm going to make it spicy. Actually, I'm going to give you one point on this one. Yeah, Yeah. One point for you. So. Heating up in here, folks. Tables have turned. But we're going to go back to you, Nathan, for your number three. Let's hope you get three points for this one. Yeah. All right. This number three, this is what I call the 6 a.m. Boddington's pint mustache. Oh, yes. Sorry. (laughs) I was a big reaction. (laughs) This this would happen uh, at usually the Globe Pub at 6 Mm a.m. on a Saturday Mm -hmm. or Sunday watching Manchester United alongside our host, Mitch. Yes. Now we we used to do this quite often, uh, like between the years of say 2009 to maybe 2014, 15. That was a stretch where we would do this quite often. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, if you really want to ruin a day, have your first beer at 6 a.m. <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> yeah. Shuts it down. The game starts. You have a few beers. You have a few more. You eat the uh, Irish or English breakfast, depending on what pub you're at. We would walk outside. Beans and toast. <laughs> we would walk outside into the sunlight, and we would often say, "Wow, what a beautiful day to go right back inside and play FIFA," <laughs> <laughs> and the whole day would just be gone. But the the best part was always, I would be enthralled by the TV, and I would just be locked in on the game. And then Mitch would ask a very serious question. And I would uh, turn to look at him and he would have the biggest, foamiest mustache <laughs> with a just complete straight face. And it got me every single time. <laughs> so Nathan, I've, said I've it been before. audited by the IRS. I need a tax attorney. Do you know any? You're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if, if one day I can combine uh, being on the receiving end of the Mitch Brinkman Boddington's mustache gag while goats are 10 feet above my head, that would just complete the whole experience. <laughs> It's Wisconsin. This Wisconsin Boddington's is not allowed in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, I'm True. I'm happy to tell you we're headed to Door County. That's the episode 100 prize. Um, <laughs> woo! Very nice. Um, yeah, if if you ever wake up in the morning and you think, man, I'd love to absolutely require a nap by noon, 
drink a beer at 6 a.m. That's like a the, the great way to do it. <laughs> I don't appreciate the rim shot. I really don't. I don't, you know, I know it was a bad joke. I told it. I know. I, I said it. <laughs> Someone take the soundboard away from this little bastard. Okay. Um, this is, this is, uh, this is wonderful um, because you're, you're, you're playing to the host here. You, you know how to, you know how to uh, tickle my fancies. You're pulling my strings. Um, so you're getting uh, this is an unprecedented one. I'm giving you four points. I'm, I'm gonna score you up before I even go to, to Brian. All right. so, what yeah. the f- suck on that, wet boy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now that's the new t shirt we're gonna start selling. This <laughs> suck on that, wet boy. <laughs> what the fuck's that from? No logo, no nothing. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's from an it's from 80s movie, I think. Right, right. Is that? Yeah. Probably skiers. Um, uh, this yeah. this actually, uh, Nathan, you mentioning watching sports together, this has triggered your house rule bonus question. So I've got two statements here, okay. and I'm going to have you pick one by by random order here. So are, do, do you want to go with selection A or selection B? Selection A, please. Selection A. Okay. Now, after I read this, you are, you are, you can ask questions. Brian, if you want to do a timer for a minute. Nathan, you can ask questions, find out more about this statement, and determine whether or not I am lying. If you are correct, uh, you get five bonus points. Ooh, okay. So here we go. Okay. Here it goes. A, I once successfully ended a brawl on a bus by citing tax code. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Um, where was the bus? The bus was in a parking lot. What parking lot? It was a parking lot of the um, crap. The, the the DePaul, the Allstate Arena. That's what it's the Allstate Arena and parking what, lot. What uh, what tax code did you cite? Um, I I cited the the individual income tax rate during okay. this. Now, brawl. Who is who was brawling? Um, I knew my, my friend Mike was in the brawl, but there was like a number, it was old, it was upperclassmen. I did not know their names, but we were sophomores and I think they were juniors and seniors. I there was like, oh, 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 there's a guy named, um, Mike, uh, Mike Talley. Was that his name? He was a, he was a senior. He was a frat guy. That That's what it was. He was a frat guy. Um, he's a banker now, Mike Talley. I, I think this is true. I'm going with true. You're going with true. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. Bing, 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 bing. That is correct. <laughs> Everyone was yelling and punching each other. And I said, guys, guys, just remember, we're all going to get taxed between 30 and 35%. So why fight? <laughs> and they all went, what? <laughs> and, then, and then I said, let's get some more beers. And then everyone stopped fighting. So that is a true thing that happened after a, a, a debilitating loss by the DePaul men's basketball team. So five points to Nathan. Good job on you. Um, all right, here we go. We're going um, to Brian now for his number three. Brian, lay it on me, my man. All right. Well, this wet boy is calling mm-hmm. number three the ratio. Oh. And no, I am not talking about the ratio of profit dogs to sacrificed ones. I oh, am talking sure. about my takeout order. Oh, now, yeah. do you ever get so hungry that you just start adding some apps, maybe mm-hmm. an entree for you and the lady, mm-hmm. then start perusing the dessert menu, and then you start seeing the Grubhub total just jump from 50 to $85 when the service fees and the tip are added, and you're like, what? I'm not, I'm not made of money. What the fuck? 
Yeah. I even pay for Grubhub Plus sometimes when I got a coupon and I'm still going to, no, I can't do this. So I'm sitting there. My weekly ritual is finding that delicate balance of cart to tip, I call it. Mm. Now, what can I take out without sacrificing the tip to leave us and the delivery driver satisfied? I'm looking for everyone, looking out for everyone, I should say. Now, usually I take out an app, usually picking between Crab Rangoon and Potstickers. Which one's sticking? Okay. All right. We'll split a dessert. All right. I don't need two pieces of cake. We'll just, what's what's something we both want? Boom. Are you ordering cake from a Thai place? You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> this is multiple orders over time. This is an average, okay, well, okay. Mitchell. Brian, Brian, put us in the situation. I need specifics or else I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, specificity. All right. Yes. Are we looking? What kind of desserts do you get from a Thai place? They don't have desserts. That's why That's why I thought you were ordering cake from a Thai place. And I was like, what are you doing? No, it's from the Italian place. Get okay, it together. Okay. okay all all right. right. They have good tiramisu. Sometimes okay. love a New York style cheesecake. Okay. All right. I'm just talking about my favorite appetizers. My favorite entrees usually are of Asian descent. All right. Okay. I love my crab rangoons. Got I love too. my noodles that usually come with shrimp is usually what I spring for. But as I'm doing this ratio thing, I got to scale that shrimp down to a beef. And if yeah. that doesn't go further enough, I'm going to go down to a chicken because I need to shave a dollar here, sure. shave a dollar there. You know what's going on. It's yeah. tough work. All right. It's not as tough as blood worship. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it is pretty sure. damn close. And this is the weekly ritual that I have to go through every week. Again, not something I look forward to. Yep. Not as much as I love <laughs> getting those critters up on a rock. But I love <laughs> I love sitting there and analyzing my cart to make sure that I'm not getting screwed. That's what I'm doing. You know, in, in the age of delivery and apps, this is the new golden ratio. For, for, forget about the, the perfect, <laughs> you know, the, the perfect uh, – Dimensions of 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 nature, uh, you know, naturally occurring um, rocks and shells and whatever the fuck the golden ratio is. Is that what it is, or is it right? It's called get them up on a rock, <laughs> <laughs> or is it like the, the the golden ratio of man? Is that what it is like the? I don't know a bunch about science. I just know the term <laughs> golden ratio. God damn it! And I think it sounds cool. And this is the it's new seashell, bro. It's a yeah. seashell. Yeah. Um, so you so you you pay but you don't pay for for Grubhub Plus because I, this I, I was confused by that. Are you well? Sometimes it's like you can get Grubhub Plus for like free or whatever for a trial and just keep changing oh, it. I and see. Keep getting I see. just like like LinkedIn Premium. If you just want to see what a job salary is for all, you say after the trial. Yeah. See what it is and then you cancel that shit. I see. Same thing with Grubhub Plus. It's like if I know it's like shit. We're gonna be really busy this month. Fuck. I don't want to pay service fees and all that stuff. Yeah. I always tip, but I never want to pay service fees to Grubhub because fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. That's true. Yeah. Um, I, as a Southwest um, Rapid Rewards card holder, I actually get a free Dash Pass every year. So that's pretty cool um, for me. So um, don't want to brag. It doesn't work out too There's much. There's a lot of good DoorDash. Like DoorDash in the suburbs is just fast food. Ugh. Wendy's, McDonald's, all that Ugh. shit. Which shouldn't be delivered. With- should not be delivered. It should be, it should <laughs> so, yeah. be picked up from a window. Um, same thing with Uber Eats. Like the first stuff that's on all that stuff out in the suburbs is like, What's closest to you? Well, yeah, I know Burger King's down the street. I don't want Burger King. I'm looking yeah. for a solid meal, yeah. maybe with some vegetables, Nathan. And that's all I'm just trying to do. <laughs> hey, according to the government, French fries are veggies. Okay. Um, I was at Burger King yesterday, actually. I got a little twist cone 
Um, it was the Burger King <laughs> in the Pedway in the Millennium Station. Boy, is that a sad Burger King. Um, <laughs> there, was, there was a guy in the corner. You've been, who, to, you've been to a happy burger? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's a good point. Excellent point. Um, there was a guy sitting at a table in the corner with just like all of, her, all of his receipts out on the table. And then a plastic bag just plumb full of more plastic bags. And I, I almost was like, hey, bud, can I buy you a Whopper? Like, do you want – like, well, I don't know what you're trying to figure out there with your receipts, but – um, it looked like I've already was- bought 70 Whoppers this year. That's why I'm balancing my taxes. They are due tomorrow. <laughs> oh, shout out to the IRS too. Love taxes. Those are good. Um, <laughs> very, very nice. Brian, I'm going to, I, I, I just, I just was so thrown by you ordering dessert from a Thai place. Um, and I just, I can't come back from it. I wasn't so. though. I wasn't. I know. Okay. 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 Fine. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you two points though. Um, on this one. Okay. Um, which, which I hope you think is fair. If you don't, you know, I'm the host, uh, screw off. But, um, <laughs> mentioning, so fuck, fuck you. mentioning cars though, and drive-ins, this actually triggers Brian's house rule bonus question. So here we go, Brian. Oh, here it is. Truth or a lie. Do you want a or B? I'm going to go B for Brian. Okay, here we go. Brian, here is your statement. Determine whether or not it is a truth or a lie. Here we go. I've been to Noah's Ark Water Park in Wisconsin Dells over 20 times. Hmm, 20 times. 20 times. Have you been to Noah's Ark before? So I have never actually ever been to the Wisconsin Dells. I've driven through it, but I have never attended. It's a a good time. It's a real good time. Real salt of the earth place. I kind of think it's equidistant as a destination from me and where you grew up. Correct. Yeah, between yeah, Chicago and, and St. Paul. It is probably a perfect little midground. So it is yep. conceivable to me that the amount of people that I know that could possibly have gone there as many times as that, I would say. Do you have any more questions? Or you just yes, did, I think you, you have gone to Noah's Ark twenty times. Oh, Brian, you should have asked more questions. You should have poked holes in my story because that, in in fact, was a lie. I'm I'm so sorry. I do love water parks. I do love Noah's Ark. I have not been there twenty times. Twenty times is a lot. For America's largest water park. That's like going to Disney World, you know, for people in the Midwest 20 times. And I know people who have. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're the one person who knows people who go to Disney World all the time. That's true. Good point. So, um, uh, all right. Well, my I'm, average is, has a correlation, an outlier in my uh, data that really does throw me for a loop. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry about that. You didn't get the bonus points. We're going to go back to Nathan now for his. I don't need, I don't need them. Okay. Wow. I, don't need them. I love that confidence. I love, I yes. love that. I love that brash attitude, and that that's going to get you a bonus point. There you go. Get you that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, Nathan, you're number two. Give it to us, dude. <clears throat> My number two was Champagne Thursday. Uh, oh, this in the club about, or what? Lasted for about <laughs> three months in the spring of 2008 at DePaul. Okay. It started off oh. me, our friend Lewis, my friend Andrew. It was a Thursday, and we decided we would each drink a bottle of champagne. So we did. A bottle each? Yes. And wow. then the how next so Thursday. Little? Well, that was what, <laughs> that was how it started. <laughs> so then the, the next week we decided to do it again. And some of Andrew's roommates were around. So they joined in. And then it just started snowballing. And it kept getting more and more people. And we, we did this at a building called Loft Right, which is just the ugliest building. Oh, yeah, just concrete slabs on these these dorms. Just gross. 
the walls don't go to the ceiling either so you can yeah, hear everything it was it was <laughs> terrible but we kept and you had to like sign people in and uh some people were underage and so you know a classic college thing and it kept getting more and more complicated Nathan's girlfriend. yep as, <laughs> we're, we'll get to her in the story and you'll see oh, okay. that she was actually older than me oh. but, but we 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 kept having more and more people come to this thing and it was getting to the point where it was a little bit out of control but i was really starting to get proud of it because in some of my classes i would hear people i had never i i didn't know their names and i would hear overhear them say hey are you going to champagne thursday and i was like i created that and then my my girlfriend Amanda, she was a senior. I was only a sophomore, and she was. Um, I was walking. I was walking with her and some of her friends, the really cool seniors from the music school. They came up and said, "Hey, have you heard about Champagne Thursday?" And I was like, "I am Champagne Thursday." <laughs> <laughs> but we and then people started to want to like bring kegs, like sneak kegs into. I don't know how they did this. They had like a wagon or something. And on the pretext of somebody moving, they got a keg into the yeah. the dorm. And anyways, we slip a cardboard box over it, tape it up and then write like fragile on it. Boom. Inside. <laughs> yeah, Done. It was, H for Hornets. <laughs> yeah, pop H on there. <laughs> but we, we started to lose control of champagne Thursday mm-hmm. and a bunch of uh, kind of, d-baggy bro-y kind of guys that were starting to take over it so what we did was we said hey can you guys have it at your apartment and it was the one where we really started to feel like it was going to get out of control and it was and the cops were called and then all of these guys had to fall on their swords and they got in huge trouble for champagne thursday while the three of us who founded it just walked out of the building scot-free and that was the end of champagne thursday a glorious era of my social life in college that's like oceans 11 <laughs> yeah that's awesome. What, what, what I love about this too is like I remember never getting an invite, so that was awesome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I ever went to a Champagne Thursday. What's the really? length of time never of went? Champagne Thursday? When did it start and when did it end? How long? Yeah, or I, I misspoke. It would have been oh seven sophomore year, but yeah, it would. I think it was like ten to twelve weeks. This happened. A full trimester, yeah. roughly. Yeah. I mean, at DePaul, I mean, that's how we broke down our classes. That's like going through Champagne Thursday as a class. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. I, I think they us? actually have Champagne Thursday as a class offered for uh, Freshman Explorer, where it's just, that's my, like, come my waste your money on, on a Champagne class. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. This sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds like I, I could have worn my turtleneck I have on today to Champagne Thursday. I think I would have fit right in. You would have. Absolutely. On God. the first 82 degree day of the year, mentioned wearing a turtleneck and blazer. <laughs> well, you got to, you know, you got, you got to keep it classy for one hundo, you know, for the, for the century mark, you know. I'm so excited to turn on my air conditioning today. You guys. It's gonna be so awesome. House go to 52, please. Thank you. Um, <sighs> Champagne Thursday. This is a nice, this is a very nice thing. Um, again, I'm just, I, I never went to it. I never got an invite and I feel hurt by that. I'm, I'm butthurt. Um, I can't and, believe you never were at one. That is, I am shocked. I just, I mean, and, and if I was, I don't remember it, so it doesn't count. So, um, I'm going to give you two points though, because I love, I, I, I love an audacious event. I love a, um, I love a ritual and I love, you know, champagne, man champagne and campaigning and also my car was the champagne color in high school so um i feel like i have kindred <laughs> kindred spirits here which you didn't know that but now you do champagne honda accord called it champagne flight so two points um to nathan 
Uh, Brian, give us your number two, uh, uh, dude. <laughs> Champagne flight sounds like a line of Jordans that wasn't released yet. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh, all right, number two, I'm calling the deity principle. Mm. Now, this is by far my longest ritual streak. Okay. 1,673 straight weeks what? of never intending church intentionally. Now, that is 32 years of life, straight wow. weeks of never having to go to church. Wow. And it's awesome. Wow. Now, I think there are two funerals and a wedding that were completely out of my hands in there. Okay. But it wasn't intentional. I didn't go yeah. there because I had. Yeah. Yeah. So now you want to go to church, mosque, synagogue, fucking have at it. But you can't make me break my ritual streak of not going. Mm-hmm. Plus the alleys behind churches. Great place to find cats, dogs, possums. <laughs> now, yeah. who who am I sacrificing these to? I know you want to, as like we were really getting to, mm-hmm. since I have this deity principle, mm-hmm. Zeus, of course. He's the original <laughs> big bearded dude in the sky, 57 sexual partners. That's a lot of animal blood that this guy has to send to his hog to keep it running, all right? <laughs> He's transforming mistresses into cows to hide from his wife. He himself is turning into a swan to fuck some chick. He, he's like flinging dudes into the stars to make consul- t- consolations. This is so much blood. You have to. Oh, my God. This is so much blood to run this guy. You have no idea. So get him up on a rock. Feed Zeus. This, I just, this is all I got to say, man. Keep that fucker running, bro. That's what I've been here to say this whole time. Love it. You're 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 doing the Lord's work, but not in His house. I love that so much. Good for you. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. This is Lord's house, yeah. baby. Welcome to Zeusland. All right. I have so much stake in Zeus because it makes as much sense as any other option out there. <laughs> we've we've uh, we've discussed two churches this episode, uh, or you know, or I should say, um, uh, 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 worship worship uh, sites. Zeus and Michael Jordan, both very powerful. Um, I like that. Three points for you, Brian. Good job. Nathan, you got two on that one. Um, now, guys, it's it's uh, it's getting near the end. Our number ones. I need to hear them. Don't lie to me. Tell me what you wrote down. Nathan, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is And this is true. I swear. This is, okay. this is yep. true. Hand to God. Okay. Hand to Michael Jordan. Hand to Zeus. Okay. Um, <laughs> My number one is Sci-Fi Friday Night. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping you were going to say Stir Fry Friday Night because then I'd be like, "Yeah, baby." Uh, No, no. I'll tell you what was what was eaten for many a Sci-Fi Friday Night. You could have a a chicken and broccoli casserole made by my grandma Betty, or oftentimes it would be hot dogs cooked over a fire at my grandparents' house (laughs) because that is where Sci-Fi Friday Night was enjoyed by myself. And my cousin Andrew and my sister Laurel. And Aww. so Sci Fi Friday Night aired on Iowa Public Television. <laughs> <laughs> and it started off it started off at uh ten thirty with there, this guy in a brown suit who was like on a screensaver <laughs> on this chair, like floating in circles. 
and he, he would introduce every one of the programs. And the first one was always Jack Horkheimer's Stargazer. And Jack <laughs> Horkheimer talked like this. And he kind of looked like Mike Lindell, the MyPillow guy. But he would stand in front of a green screen and he would tell you what constellations are going to be in the sky this week. And Jupiter will be passing by blah, 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 and just tell you what was happening up in the uh, celestial uh, realm. <laughs> And then he would, it was only a five minute program. And then it would always end with, I'm Jack Horkheimer. Keep looking up. (laughs) 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 And then we would go back to the guy in the chair who would be spinning around. And then he would introduce Red Dwarf, the greatest sci-fi comedy Mm. show ever made. A British show, absolute shoestring budget, very endearing, having a high concept sci-fi comedy and clearly everybody was made out of styrofoam and paper mache. Um, and you could, if somebody, if somebody sneezed, the sets of the spaceship were likely to <laughs> fall over. But an absolutely hilarious, brilliant show. It is my, me and my cousin's all-time favorite program. We uh, actually have a spreadsheet we're working on where we are ranking all of the episodes of Red Dwarf with our favorite oh moments. So when we have a, uh, our next big weekend together, we're going to watch all of our, our favorites. And Is it labeled the, Return to Virginity? <laughs> Basically. But there, okay. it, was, it was perfect because it was every Friday night. And at the time, I think there were exactly 52 episodes of Red Dwarf. So you could just restart it every year. You just loop around. Oh, and that's then kind of perfect. After, yeah. after a half hour of Red Dwarf, we'd go back to the, the chair guy. And then he would introduce <laughs> a classic episode of Doctor Who from the Tom Baker era which had even less money and even more convoluted <laughs> sci-fi. And that was Sci-Fi Friday night. Now, sometimes uh, we would be there on a Saturday, and that meant it wasn't Sci-Fi Friday night, but it was three, not one, not two, but three episodes of The Red Green Show, oh. uh, the Canadian classic comedy that went for 15 years, and every episode was exactly the same. So <laughs> that was possibly even more ritualistic. But Sci-Fi Friday night, that was... That was my favorite. Oh man, I uh, this 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 gives me warm warm feelings. I'm really happy you guys were close enough to the Iowa border to pick up you know Iowa public television. That's awesome. Um, Best thing to ever come out of Iowa. I, I'm, I'm guessing it's like <laughs> 40 miles from the border and it starts to go fuzzy. Yeah, that's about right. Which would feel kind of sci-fi in and of itself. You're watching; it's just kind of like you know. Oh yeah, it would come in and out snowing out oh my gosh um do you remember it you- where are you from i don't know kind of on the border of the iowa fuzz and the illinois standard <laughs> i don't know yeah depending there- on the weather we were really at the mercy of the weather on a sci-fi friday night because it would interrupt the tv signal because this is That's this is awesome. through the antenna this is my grandparents didn't get cable or dish until i was much much older yeah did how, how many years did you guys do this this ritual you think oh probably probably a good four years wow wow and 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 laurel was cool enough to to hang out with her younger brother her like annoying younger sibling (laughs) she she definitely was um although my grandma probably made her like clean up stuff while andrew and i didn't have to do anything because that was (laughs) that was the the world my grandma was from it's like well the women have got to clean up the housework now (laughs) poor sister (laughs) get those boys some ice cream sundae stat (laughs) jesus 
Um, <laughs> this is very sweet, Nathan. I love this number one. Uh, this I've actually been uh, in the house. I think that you would be have been watching this in, so yes. I I can transport myself there. You didn't need to give me a ton of specifics because I've been there. I know I know this house. I've I've smelled that living room. I know what you as a little boy were doing. Um, it's very important. Um, so that sounds. <laughs> Don't take that more, sentence out of context. All right. Uh, uh, okay, Another Brian. t-shirt. Brian, uh, um, uh, suck on that wet boy. All right. Um, <laughs> give us your number one. Number one. <laughs> my number one weekly f- ritual, which is actually my favorite ritual. And I do look forward to this one. This better be and good. This better be good. All right. Keep going. It's editing, you fuckheads. Oh! <laughs> 100 f- fucking weeks in a row, at least 90% of the time, I'm in a dark, gloomy office trying to put to- this shit together, and I'm cutting your ums, your stammers, your trail-offs, but mainly my jokes that don't land, <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. <laughs> I've been doing it for 90-plus episodes, going to be doing it for a bunch more and uh, yeah, I've already thrown myself under the bus because I am the worst offender, especially when I'm listening to myself talk into this very microphone. So, Brian, I think I think you've earned yourself a rim shot. You know, tell a joke, bam, rim shot yourself. Go for it. You know what happens when you fall on a tongue? It's a true rim shot. <laughs> That's off the old top of the noggin right there. How you like that? You are disgusting and I love it. Um, I'm a wet boy. <laughs> what are you expecting? I'm two butt limes deep. Uh, yeah. I got my finger on the soundboard. <laughs> this is what you're going to get. Do you have Do you have any memories of like a, a particularly tough edit job from the past hundred weeks? Um, <laughs> there have been a couple. I mean, if you look at the run times from when we started to mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. now we keep it to usually a tight 60. Uh, there is one that we did not edit that we left. And I believe it was the parties you wish you were a, a haunts. You wish you were a party. Oh to. God. Yeah. That one was a long, one. it's like one forty five. It is a long episode that no one sat through. Yeah. Even though it's a pretty good episode, but, yeah. uh, yeah, it is a long one. It could be a triple parter. You could probably get you to and from work the entire week on that episode. Yeah. I, I do so, remember that, uh, that episode where like, yeah, there's this house and it's like, dude, it is, it's scary. It's like so scary. You know, like, oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah, man. It's, oh, there's p- people died there. And yeah, there, you know, we, we, it, we, we weren't able to self edit as much then. So that that is true. No, not at all. And then I'm going to look it up because I can't remember which episode it was. Doesn't say what number it was, but it was October 26th, 2020, our first year. Oh boy. We are in our third year of doing this. It's impressive. Which is nuts. Yeah. And and so so season nuts. one was a hundred episodes. Are we doing how many more seasons are we doing? Well, we have a contract for 15. Okay. I was like, we're we're, we're already <laughs> in syndication at a hundred. So we could stop now and rake in hundreds of millions of dollars, but um it's called the My Name is Earl method. Set it up where it's like you have to hit the target to be in syndication and just cash the checks. Exactly. Very smart. Brian, um, I, I appreciate everything you do with your with your wet fingers um, to make this show go and to, to make us sound a little bit better than what we do. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, 
and uh, this was a good number one. This is very nice. You know what? I'm feeling I'm feeling really generous, which I don't normally do, but I'm giving you giving you both three points there. So um, good for you guys. Feel good about yourselves. Yeah. Woo. Um, let me just do some quick math add up here. Nathan running it down from your five down to one. You scored three and one. That's four. Another four points, a big four point unprecedented oh, yeah. round eight. Another two. That's 10, three. That's 13. And then the five bonus points. That's 18. You're a winner quick today math. to Brian's 14. Um, congratulations, right. Nathan. It, it is the 100th episode. So I will give you time to do a short acceptance speech if you'd like. Well, when I found out I was uh, going to go up against Brian, I knew it was going to be a walk in the park, and it proved to be just that. And it's only fitting that I destroy him on the 100th episode, <laughs> like I will many more episodes to come. Thanks. I, I, I love that confidence. Okay. Um, <laughs> everyone, just chill out. Relax. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Those were the lists. Now it's time for the Fast Five. Here we go. Top five things I've learned from Uber Cinco. Number five. Where to buy the very best beer and spirits at the very best prices in northern Minnesota. Mike's Liquor in downtown Ely, Minnesota. When flowers aren't enough, stop on by Mike's Liquor. This week we've got Primo on sale for $3.99 a six-pack. Holy cow. Bring that on the boat and get ripped while you catch those fish. Mike's Liquor. When flowers aren't enough. Number four. Nathan has either been on a lot of dates with one woman or has been on a lot of women one date at a time. He's too coy to give us any juicies, <laughs> and that is his prerogative. But I personally choose to believe Nathan has been dutifully connected to one Marine G. Trottleman since 2007. Marine, if you're listening, we'd love to meet you. Number three. <laughs> Mitch loves a food party in his mouth. Ricotta and olive pizza pie, right? Warm flapjacks with an old man at a diner. Or in a pinch, a can of Bush's Southwest Spicy Chili Beans, which go great in your family's secret recipe chili. Or served hot over a bed of crispy Tostitos party rounds with a healthy sprinkle of Kraft Mexican blend shredded cheese with a dollop of Daisy Sour Cream. It's where dinner starts and the party continues. Bush's Beans, it's a magical fruit. Number two. (laughs) Brian really could give two cold, tiny shits about sports. Like really, just the saddest little poorly formed but left out in a stiff breeze tiny shits that's how little he cares and he tells us that and i respect him for how loud he yells it number one (laughs) brian likes to have a project to look forward to you guessed it guys his ship came in and brian is sitting pretty in his three thousand square foot dream home but what's that smell (laughs) is it wet dog that can't be brian hates pets that's right listeners brian hates pets so he can't be your favorite. Ah, oh, that's right. Never the man to over ask is this dream home comes with a project. Brian's favorite. But first, he's got to scrap, scrape some paint, shore up the waterproofing along the edges uh, in the basement, and even out the section by the puddle of sludge in the corner. Never fear. Brian takes YouTube to learn about home repair to fix his basement. Just type in how to fix – oh, wait. How to fix popping on an audio track. This could be good. Oh, a video of a dad pouring cold chicken grease on his sister before she falls in the pool? You son of a bitch, I'm in. Hours pass. (laughs) Have you guys seen the new trailer from Marty Scorsese? Dude, guys, have you? It's got Bobby De Niro. It's got Joe Pesky. It's got Pacino, Nicholson, DiCaprio, Rylance, Cruz, Leota, the ghost of Rick Moranis, and one lady. Dude, it's going to have a good soundtrack. You guys ever watch Pig's Eye Poker after dark replays? And the next day as he slowly sips his natter day brought to you by Bush Light as he watches the bank scene from Dark Knight again as he looks over at the other half of the basement unfinished. He knows he'll get to that next week for sure. And this 
And that's this week's edition <laughs> of Uber Senko. Please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts. And once again, we love that hearty wom word of mouth. So please do tell your friends, send them an episode, ask them to write a review. We love reviews. Please make it five stars. Thank you to the man who's just a little bit taller than I am. Nathan Henninfant. And to the wettest boy I know. Brian, who knows it's pesky, not pesky, Ernst. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling you'd correct me. I've been Mitch Brinkman, and as BizBear always says, Smokey the Bear is a poser. Real bears don't like wearing hats. Auf Wiedersehen and adios. <laughs> You've just listened to Uber Cinco, a production of UBK Studios. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your fine podcasts from. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please visit our Patreon site at patreon.com slash UBK Studios. Every little bit helps us keep the lights on and the bill collectors at bay. Keep tabs on us on all the social media at UBK Studios, and most importantly, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can see that we really are just a bunch of good Midwestern boys. Hey!